good, people? What's up? It's your boy Marvin Lattimore. Tony Francis. And this here is another edition of Welcome to My Hood Film. Uni, how you doing, brother? I'm all right, man. You feeling good? Uh, Yeah, I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a, a super pneumonia virus in me yet, so... That's the question nowadays. How you feeling? Just how you doing? You shave you alive? You good? Not letting this thing take over you with this this year we having? So that's why we always got to ask that now. Going forward, probably. But yeah, man. But the beautiful thing is, it's Christmas time. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> it's no Christmas money time. for gifts. No, no, no. We uh, haven't really been working that much, so, you know. We doing what we can, but it is what it is. You getting a Christmas? Everybody gonna get the Christmas I got when I was growing up, which was no Christmas. No Christmas <laughs> no at Christmas. all. No present. No. Okay. They did. You know, my dad didn't believe that white people gave stuff away, so he didn't want to have that <laughs> household. Nah, <laughs> so we got presents, but it wasn't like that. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, he did the bare minimum, so we didn't feel like freaks. Okay, and by bare minimum, you mean like. I'll get you this game, but it's not going to be a game you ever heard of before. Oh. Okay. So you were like one step behind on the Marios and stuff? Oh, I was getting shit. You never heard of like weird PlayStation shooting games where you shoot people across as aliens? That means I, I feel like that's a, a black thing because my dad did the same thing. He got you the same thing? <laughs> he got me a Super Nintendo and my boy already had a 64. Oh, no. Yeah. Damn. So I was like, look what I got. He was like, fam, I, we were just playing this like two years ago. Damn. I was like, cool, 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 cool. Can I borrow those games then? That's just, there you go. This is what it is. You never really know what, what Super Nintendo has to offer until you're playing a game called Ten Star. That until you, else you have a choice. Yeah, like, no gotta, choice. She was like, this, gotta, this, was, this is what it is. We about to dig into the, the crappy games yeah. now just to switch it up. Yeah, so... Anyway, folks, that's just us uh, reminiscing on the times of our lives on Christmas. But we hope y'all have a good Christmas. But um, this is our Christmas special episode, man. This is this is what we're doing for Christmas. It's also our last episode of the year of 2020. So we're about to get out of uh, out of this year and be in the 2K21. But uh, yeah, we find it. We had to look for a Christmas movie. We know Friday After Next is the most popular Christmas movie by default because it was the one that hit theaters that everybody cares about. But we was like, we could come back to that another time. Yeah, Uni, that movie sucks too. Let's let's not let's not. Uni was not a fan of it, but were you? It was okay. Okay. I like, mean, obviously, like five out of ten. Okay. I'd say at least six or seven. You know, Cat yeah, Williams made that movie. He was barely in it. Though. Yeah, it, it, it introduced us to Cat Williams and uh, Terry Crews and so many yeah. others, but it's yeah. definitely the worst of the three. Yeah, right. If if you had to choose between the three, that's the one you'd like gun to your head. You're like, nah, the first one, please. <laughs> if anything, the second one, I'll yeah. be okay. Anything but number three. Right, right. So, um, speaking of Friday, we also lost a hood film legend, Tiny Zeus Lister. Yeah, uh, aka Debo. Um, Definitely will be missed. He's been in a lot of hood films, some that we've done already, like The Wash, and some that we will do someday. So, yeah, heart, uh, thoughts and prayers go out to the family of Tiny Zeus Lister. If you haven't seen him in a hood film, you've probably seen him in, uh, what was that movie with Hulk Hogan? Forgot. He played, like, Thunderlips? No, no, he didn't play Thunder. He played, like, a wrestler or something. Three Ninjas? No, he wasn't no, no. that. It was a, it was a, it was a ah, I forgot the, the name of the movie. Yeah, his name was Tiny Zeus Lester, but he he played in a he played in a film with Hulk Hogan. Man, just pull the IDM, IMDb, man. Don't hurt yourself. 
yeah, but anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, get back to that in a moment. But um, yeah, like I said, this is uh, this is what we do every time. Is welcome to my hood film. We play a hood film that we show to a person who's never seen hood films or at least hasn't seen a lot to say that they know what they're talking about or not about that life. No disrespect to them, but we found a Christmas film that we felt was near and dear to our hearts that hasn't been seen as a low key legend. And we're going to put somebody onto it. And it's called Christmas in Compton. Mm-hmm. And it came out in 2012. And we got a guest here that we showed it to. Because, again, as our motto and our goal is, we put the world onto the hood one film at a time. So let me introduce our guest. Matter of fact, I'm going to let her introduce herself. You go ahead and state your name, gangster. My name is Allison McKelvey. Allison McKelvey. What's going on? Just living my best life, Marv. Living my best life. I respect it. I respect it. I respect it. Where you from? I am from Texas. From Texas. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, and you've been living in New York for a little while. Yes, more than ten years. This is my eleventh year. Uh huh. I love it here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, how many hood films have you have you watched hood films before? You're aware of what a hood film is? Or? Well, I'm just gonna be honest, Marv. I think you need to do your research. I'm oh. very familiar with the hood. Okay. Because I was a teacher in South Dallas. Oh. And according to my students, I am black. So. What? <laughs> Clearly, you don't know. You better ask somebody. I think the education system down there is flawed. <laughs> they they done told me that I am black. They done told me. On more than one occasion. Okay. Okay. All right. So to any Lincoln Tigers that are listening, Miss K is up here still K. representing South Dallas. Shout out to the Lincoln Tigers. Lincoln Tigers. Ow! There you go. Oh, we had a famous basketball player that was from our school. Who was one? it? Uh, Bosch. Chris Bosch? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? really? Yep. That's okay. Funny. Hey. All right. Graduated yeah. from Lincoln, has a scholarship program for him still down to the day. That's good. I know who that is. That's Ask us is. about track and fields. Okay. What about track and fields? Uh, yeah, we, we wiped up. <laughs> we cleaned up. I thought you was about to say another superstar. Right. Saying, no, like, no. It was like practice for us. You just gave me like a, a future Hall of Famer, two-time NBA champion. Like, well, probably if the girls didn't get pregnant. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm, okay. just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I love y'all. It's okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Right. I'm just nah, you're straight. You're straight. No, I'm just we kidding. having fun. It's what the girls all. took sex education seriously. They'd be No, we do. We teach it in Texas. Okay. We teach it in Texas. Okay, I don't know just, why we have that reputation. All right. It's just, I don't it's know. Just not. No, you know what the only difference is? What's up? It's because black girls don't abort. That's why. Mm. Black girls don't abort. They're doing the same thing as white girls. There's no difference. Just white girls get abortions and black girls keep their babies. And that is it. That is the only difference. Crazy. Okay. We're going to move on from that. <laughs> We're going to another podcast. But, um, yeah. So... Uh, we showed you Christmas in Compton. Yes. And how did you, what was your first reaction when Uni told you you were watching this film? Well, I will admit I had not seen this film mm. or heard from it because mm. I have been gone from South Dallas for 10 years. Okay. So I feel like I'm losing the soul a bit. Um, I am. I'm, I'm losing it a bit. <laughs> uh, and so we watched it. It was a cute film. It was cute. It was cute. It should be in Hallmark. I don't know why it's not on Hallmark. It totally should be. Too much black people on it. Well, well, I'm gonna, you know what? <laughs> I'm, gonna t- I'm gonna talk to someone in Hallmark about that. Because, I mean, I'm not gonna write a letter because my name's not Karen, but right. like real talk, that should be on Hallmark. Yeah, it's definitely one of our least uh, ratchet ones we've done. Yeah, it was cute. It was a cute film. 
I'll give you that, Winnie. Maybe, maybe... It was cute. Maybe three ratchet things happened. I'll give you that. I wouldn't even say that's ratchet. Really? Why I not? I don't know. Crashing into your car to somebody so his cousin could try to fix it, it's kind of ratchet. Well, clearly you don't know the fraud that white people commit. Yeah, I mean, ratchetness don't need a color. So <laughs> No, that, well, that's a good point. I stand corrected. I apologize. That's all right. You got to apologize. I know, I need to apologize you for that. To the mic. I apologize. I, I know, not the computer. I was like, <laughs> I'm talking into the computer. I need to talk to the microphone. I apologize to all my, my black and brown brothers and sisters. That is, amen. Ooh, well, you're right. the thing is, okay, so in the film, folks, there is a scene in which a Latino man uh, purposely <laughs> crashes his car into one of the main characters' cause in order for him to be like... And then he threatens him because he's big and hulking. And he's like, yo, you, you better come up on that cash or something. And the dude's just like, what? You ran into me, which was true. And instead of like exchanging information or trying to talk it out or maybe working on a settlement right then and there so their insurances don't go up, mm-hmm. what he does is the Latino man's cousin pulls up and goes, yo, man, if you want... I can get that fixed for you right now. I can buff all that out for a good price. So in the streets, most of the time, you don't really have to run into somebody's car. When In, in our neck of the woods, in the Bronx, most of the time, Latinos who just seize your car from D goes, yo, man, if you want, I can buff that out right now. I got the tools in the back. <laughs> and it always ends with a, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I've seen one dude, Uni, I've seen one dude get hustled with that. Okay. And it was priceless. They made his car as white as, it was a black car. And all the guy said to him was, yo, if you want, I could buff out this side. It looks like you got a little dense. I could push that out. And he was like, where? I got you right now. Man goes to the store for some dumb reason, comes back. All his car doors was white. <laughs> and they were all gone. He already paid them. They was gone. I said, you paid them for they did the job? Man, they were good. Bravo to them. I mean. Whoever they are. Bravo to him for being. Ugh. For being gullible? Yeah. Yeah. So you had said that white people have different ways of hustling outside of that, outside of that scene. So what, what's the way you saw? I'm not an expert on white collar crime, but <laughs> that would be accident. But about? I don't know if you like turn no, on the just... news. If you turn on the news, you will see okay about embezzlement. Right. And, uh, then one right here in New York. Who was the guy that did the Ponzi scheme? Oh, I'm blanking out. Uh, Who Madoff? Yeah, that's it. Bernie Madoff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Same old thing. <laughs> Same fucking thing. That's on the highest scale. What? Thieves are thieves. Thieves are thieves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thieves right. are thieves. Right. Integrity is integrity. Character is character. Thieves are thieves. I respect that. It's It has... There's not one race that's more uh, nefarious than another. It's just using the tools that they have available to them. And that is it. I and and if you and if you're brown, maybe your only tool is a truck to to claim to buff out a dent. <laughs> and if you're white, you can do a whole entire Ponzi scheme <laughs> to take billions of dollars from the public, and have the FBI spend millions, millions. to try and recoup millions. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas in Compton. What was your thoughts? Uh, what was you What was you feeling while watching the film? I thought it was a cute film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be honest, it's probably not the kind of film I would watch on my own. Mm. It was for this podcast, but it's cute. It looks like something that belongs in the Hallmark film. Had some funny lines, so clearly there was at least one talented writer in this film. <laughs> I wouldn't say that that writer was responsible for the, you know, the um, storybook of the of the film, but there were some cute lines, right? 
I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it that, that's what it's about. It's a Christmas film. Um hood movies don't normally have Christmas films. It's very rare that there is a there is one. So for us to see this one outside of Friday after next, uh He's only <clears movie. throat> What about Tyler Perry's Medea Christmas? Oh yeah, I keep forgetting you about don't. that dude. I saw that. That was funny. Yeah. It was I can't funny. Speak for Marv, did you see I it? I don't fuck with Todd. No, no. Like did that. you see it, Marv? Did okay. you see it? I did not see it. Okay, that's that. your problem. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because straight up, that was funny. We we don't yeah. really count Tyler Perry movies as hood films. Why not? Because he's his own thing. Because they're not addressed to the hood. Oh, yeah. okay. In the beginning, they were. That's our. And this is our opinion. We're not saying that they're facts. Like when Medea was, was spanking her kids? Is that hood? No. Yeah. Where was she spanking them at, though? Are you kidding? Where? Well, she didn't do it on film, but she referenced it. Remember See? remember the one in uh, Tyler Perry's Witness Protection when okay. the guy brings <laughs> a, a, a gun on her and she's like, okay. And she uh, threatens to beat his ass. And then when the white family comes to live with her and the teenager gives her sass and mm. lip, mm. same thing. Okay. Whereas white people films, they would never reference about to, to hit a kid. Well, you know, we know what it is. Right. You know, the vibes is like, they don't really... No, they don't hit their kids. Yeah, st- stereotypically, they don't really hit their kids. They don't. Right. Or if they do, they go, right. But Medea, straight up talking about how she's about to beat them. Right. I thought that was hilarious. Okay, I'll mm-hmm. give you that. I'll give you that. It's I just, thought that was hilarious. I mean, coming from the stage plays, the I love stage plays were like... Abuse. I know. I love me yeah. some child abuse, the way Uni said. I love, <laughs> I, love, I love when the guy pulls a gun on her and she's like, what? Okay, we're about to do this. We, we, she beats the shit out of him. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll debate that at another time. For right now, that's 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 a movie that's going. We're going to put into a debate column of if it is a hood film or not. Okay, but I would just like to go on the record that I okay. love the Tyler Perry movies and I think they are fantastic. And I do believe that Medea Christmas was a good one. Okay. Yeah, we appreciate. We'll have to that. take your word for it. We'll I don't, take your word I don't for fuck it. with Medea yeah. like that. What? Nah. Oh it's but so many. Yeah, I tried. I tried. I watched the TV show. I love anyway, Medea. So when it comes to the film now. Oh, okay, um, I'm sorry. That's right. No, no, no. It's fine. That's your, that's your feelings, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. Thank you, Mark. So, yeah, uh, we had an all-star cast in here. Now, when you were seeing the people on the screen, did was there anyone that you were like, oh, I, I know him from this? Yes. Or which one? The di- big girl. Okay. He's from the Friday movies. Yeah, Keith David. Keith David. Uh-huh. Which, which Which Friday movie was in? He was, he was, yes. Huh? He's on the Barbershop movies. Wait, two different franchises. Two different franchises. Two different They just both got ice cube in them. But, but you're right like, about Barbershop. You, I am. In, yeah. I know. Right. Barbershop. I know. You said he was in Friday. Yeah. Wasn't he? Nah. Nah. Okay, well, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Oh, the podcast, podcast, you're not supposed to Are know, you so sure fun. he's not in any of the Friday movies? Yeah, we're looking at, I'm looking at the IMDb right now. I don't he's remember not. him being Are you positive? positive. You might be getting him confused with uh, Don D.C. Curry. Maybe. Uh, right, I think so. Okay, Maybe. Whatever. <laughs> she said, whatever. God, God, God. No, I ain't trying to blame you. I'm just saying, like, I was okay. I was just trying to... Also, okay, but you recognize him. I did That's recognize good. him. Okay. I knew he was in the barbershop movies and right. apparently erroneously thought he was in the Friday movies. Also... I recognize Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother. Omar Gooding. Okay, Omar I didn't know his name, Gooding. but Shout I knew that, that was... I saw the blood, I saw the face. Yeah, no, Omar Gooding is a legend. He's a legend. He, yeah, he's a legend for, for black people. For black people, he's a legend. He was in uh, he was in Baby Boy, which was another legendary hood film. Mm-hmm. He was in uh, 
a smart guy, which was a legendary TV show that in my show opinion. Was great. It was great. Um, and he was in Wild and Crazy Kids, which was on Nickelodeon, which ain't hood, but if you was a black kid, he was the one you were staring at because he was the black host. And you were like, I don't know who that guy is, but he's mad cool. Well, rock on. I didn't even know about all that. Oh, yeah. That was a wild, crazy kids was live. Okay. So so you got, (laughs) you recognized him. All right. Oh, you said you recognized Leslie Jones. I remember yeah. you said that when you saw you got happy. Definitely recognized her. Okay. Yeah. And she had good scenes. The two scenes she was in, they mm-hmm. were good. Yeah. And then the one who plays the Buddha. The Buddha? About, about what's the one that's all excited about African culture? Oh, Kwanzaa. Oh, yeah. Sh- her name is Cheryl Lee Ralph. I've yeah, seen her in things, but I don't remember what. She was what. in Moesha. Okay. Moesha? I, I don't know, but I know that's I've okay. seen her before. That's I know I've seen, seen her before, before. for sure. That's okay. You've you probably seen her sister act. Mm, that's probably what it was okay. to be honest more right. so than Moesha but anyways the point is I right. recognize those faux show <laughs> that's good okay that's good um, like the main some other legends to, to include was uh, Miguel A. Nunez Jr. yeah uh, another legend delicious he was a uh, I don't know him oh he was in a, a short lived black TV show called Sparks about lawyers and um, for Uni's sake he was uh, he was DJ in a movie called Street Fighter I, I don't know either of those. You seen Joanna Man? No, but I did like the name Delicious. I thought that was cute. That was his name. He was a hustler named Delicious. I did like that name, Delicious. I want to write that. When I go to the doctor, you know how they write your name? Mm. And they say, what do you want to be called? Up until now, I always write Princess to see mm. if I could get them to really, real talk, call me Princess. But I think <laughs> oh, I'm going to try and write Delicious <laughs> to see if I could get the receptionist to call oh me Delicious. Oh, my gosh. What, what, would you, what would be your reaction? What would be the context? Yeah. I'd be like, right here. <laughs> present you be comfortable with it present I respect it I also think it'd be cute to write Little Mama I haven't done that yet either but I would like to do that Little Mama up until now I've only done Princess was that because of the rapper Little Mama it's definitely not for the rapper Little Mama what are you <laughs> talking about you I think she knows who that is I don't know who Little Mama is and that's fine you know what? <laughs> but I promise you, you I promise you every student in South Dallas that I taught knows who Lil Mama is what year did you I, teach I believe you I taught at Lincoln from 2006 to 2010 okay maybe she was around that time she was definitely know. around okay. around that time yeah she Lincoln send me a DM and tell me who Lil Mama is <laughs> so I can show Marvin Uni that I am black as oh. you all told me I was amen Amen. So they had. Uh, <laughs> they told me more than once, Marv. I'm not more doing that. Than once. Oh, they yeah. even said I could say the yeah. N word, but I didn't say it because that's all messed right. up. All right. But oh, they did say. It. Well, they were high school. Old oh enough to tell her that she yeah. got permission to say the N word. But I wasn't gonna say it. I was like, "Thank you for thank the permission." You. That's okay. But I'm not gonna say that. Did you hear? Right. I felt we handed out a lot of tensions. Did you have to hand out a lot of tensions? No. Okay. Why oh, would I do that? My class that, was lit. They okay. paid attention. Is that what you thinking okay. that she got the permission? No. I don't know what. No. <laughs> I was asking, no. asking questions. No, I straight up taught well, and they appreciated it. Okay. And so okay. that's why I didn't have discipline problems, because they were engaged in my assignments. All, All right. right. All right. I respect that. You Let me teach you history one day. You'll understand. Copy. I mean, my All class right, are done. Well, this, okay. is the history we, this is the history we doing by talking about old school uh, hood yeah, films. Okay. So... Uh, you Let's know they, go on. You saw they had uh, Orlando Brown in there? Yeah, you saw the meltdown. Sure? This is, I think it was around the time of the meltdown. No, it was pre meltdown. I think a, the meltdown was 2016. He was a kid that was on a lot of old school shows, including Disney shows, and then unfortunately. Uh, what happened to him? Life. 
life, whatever Where happens. Where is he now? Is he in juvie? Is he in a mental in juvie, institution? A grown ass we don't know. Man. We nah. just pray that he all right. But he was a I, cool dude back I in the day. What's his name? Orlando, Orlando Brown. Brown. Okay. He was, so he was in the scene where he was in the lot. And he he was doing karate, karate for no reason. He was doing karate for no reason. All right, Orlando, I'll send a smoke signal up for you in my next prayer. Oh, my God. I'll pray that you all right. I pray so, you all right. Uh, I, uh, I, 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 I. Shout out to Charles Kim, who was uh, the Korean, the one Asian, the one dude, Asian dude that kept. I had to let him know he's not Japanese, he's not Chinese, he is Korean. And you better ask somebody. He kept saying that. Now yeah. I'm saying it because I. It looks it like funny. he actually is Korean in real life too. If I'm you looking at this be right, for well, the way I, they had him talking. Yeah. But what he lie about that? Mark? I mean, well, I mean, in real life we don't know. Okay. But people do what they got to do in this, in this, you know, in the acting business. Yeah, you know, this is how the stereotypes are presented. Like, no, his job is what it is. I'm sure he's really Korean. Yeah. So let's now that we got that out the way, let's jump into the film. Basically, <laughs> uh, the synopsis is that Big Earl, who's played by legendary actor Keith David, oh, he's the owner of a Christmas tree lot in Compton and uh, California. He runs into some trouble when his son Derek crosses the line to prove to his father that he is a success. Right. Which is pretty much what happened, folks. He, this was basically about a guy who uh, tries to make it and just keeps getting hustled, and he just gets hustled because he doesn't read the contract, which is what most of us do in life anyway. You don't read the terms and agreements. We don't. We don't really read nothing. We just like, can I just take my stuff and go? So he was expecting to get three hundred thousand dollars and ended up with just thirty thousand dollars, and and not even that. Right, and not even that. Right. It's all because he was a music manager trying to put somebody on. And if you know anybody in the music business, they tell you, we entertainers, we know. The game is the game is always trouble. I think that happened to Kanye, actually, at the very beginning. Bless, Bless you. you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. That, that uh, yeah, they, that did happen to Kanye. Tell me about that. Tell me about what happened to Kanye. I think he just tried to sign some artists, and it didn't work out. They didn't win the capital or something. I don't know. I got to listen to that first album again. He cries about it all Oh, that. yeah, he did. Uh, wasn't that on uh, the yeah, last course? the very song? last one. Yeah, he, he basically, yeah, that's only like 10 minutes or something. Yeah. Yeah, he just venting. Um, love that record, though. But, yeah, he just he just venting. I wonder how Kanye's doing. I need to say a prayer for Kanye, too. He's fine. Orlando and Kanye. Pray for yourself. Babies, I'm praying for you. We got to pray for ourselves. We're yeah. trying to stay alive in this vid. Yeah, he good. He straight got one. Up like Kevin Hart said, we ain't trying to catch the vid out here. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> so I got I got some questions for you. So what, what was, like, some of your favorite scenes in the film? I thought it was funny when they brought him the soup. <laughs> and he said, get that Kunte King. Can take Campbell the way yeah, from me. Yeah. <laughs> like I yeah. could never say that, but that was funny. Get that Kunta can take Campbell's away from me. Because he thought it was vegetarian soup, right? Yeah, he thought it was something. Yeah, he thought it was not yummy. <laughs> he didn't know. Get that. Kunta. Then he asked for some more later. Yeah, no. Well, because the, then he really ate it and he realized it was delicious. Get that Kunta can take Campbell's away from me. <laughs> and then I thought the Korean guy was funny. Like how he was, you know, all mm. political about black rights. And everyone was just like, what? And then nobody ah, even respected him enough to know that he was Korean and not Japanese. They didn't. But no, he was on a soapbox about black rights. Yeah. That was hilarious to me. Um, what else was funny? Not very much. <laughs> there was a couple. Um, so, yeah, that's the thing. With, with uh, a lot of hood stuff. Especially in the hood, man. It's like with Asian people, we got a lot of respect for them. 
But whenever we just they just be getting us tight, we always for some reason just have the like worst Asian stereotypes because we just know so much about Asian culture, but yet we just throw it on all of them all the time. Marvin, why do you do that? Why do I do ah. what? Why does your culture hate oh. the Asian culture? No, we don't hate. I just said we don't hate them. Okay, but well why are you throwing on them all the time? Because that's just what we do. We why? Speak. Why? Ain't, ain't we no roast. we here. I why are you roasting? We roast everybody. That it's wasn't tough allowed love. in that's my classroom. That's but how he's raised. Roasting wasn't allowed. No, it was in the contract that the kids got in the beginning of school year. Ask ask anyone about Miss K's class. It was listed. No roasting. But we just okay. So let me let me let no you understand. No roasting. So you saw right, in the movie, right. So you saw in the movie a lot of times they were saying jokes. Mm-hmm. But when they were saying jokes, the two they would smile at each other and be like, "Oh hi," because it's love. It's love. That's how we. That's how we do as folks. We just show love. We, mm-hmm. we show love all the time. So you could be like, I could see Uni and be like. Yo, man, what's, what's up with your face, man? What happened to your face? And you'd be like, what you mean? Nah, your face looked like somebody just snuffed you like three times. Nah, it was good to see you, though. That's just love. He knows. He knows it's going to be like, oh, you got jokes? And when a person says, oh, you got jokes, that means, like, nah, you just playing. But it crosses the line quick. That's why it depends roasting on the joke. was not allowed in Miss Kay's class. So you felt they was crossing the line when they was, was they clowning them? No, they were right. <laughs> I just know what I'm saying. Like, I know. They, they were. They were. They were all right. But they need, you know. I'm I mean, saying, teenagers do careful. take it too far. They do. They take it too far, and it gets out of control, and then it takes away from the classroom. Oh, well, that's understandable, but I've, we've all been there. But these but are the grown, movie, yeah, the movie yeah. was all right. These the movie are grown was people. Right, so yeah. the grown people, they, uh... You're not going to punch gonna, each other They're not going to go that hard. Because if they went that hard, either Helmy wouldn't be working there no more, or he would at least try to fight one of them. Yeah. He would have been like, nah, I, uh, we, we got to talk. Like, it, it would have been, would have been, uh... It would have got deaded a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, but yeah, that that to me is always a fun part of, especially like California movies. California movies they roast way more than New York movies. When New York movies roast, the New Yorker gets very mad, like, very upset. Like, yo, so why are you gonna say that right now? Why you gonna, what, right now you gonna roast me, fam? Like, we get upset. But in California movies, it's always just love. It'd be like, oh, you got jokes, alright, and then you just be chilling, and you might say a joke back, and we dap it up, and we out. But in yeah, any other hood film is like some reason it just ends up in a fight. Um, but anyway, that was, yeah, Uni, what was your favorite scene, man? Man, oh come on, Leslie Jones and a rocket launcher. Leslie Jones <laughs> and a rocket launcher. I liked Leslie Jones when she was patting him down. That was he's funny clean. Too. He's clean. <laughs> Sweet home Alabama. Uh, yeah. Uh, I always wonder where they be getting these rocket launchers from, man, in the streets. That's funny, cause she. Like and she had like five dudes with her. It was like, yo, you already got the rocket launcher. Yeah. But have you ever, for real, seen one on the streets though? No. Outside no. of a movie. No. Hmm. No, you have not. I personally have not, but I would not be surprised if somebody in the streets owned one. I think they said Ti got caught with one. I believe that. Well, yeah, but Ti's got some money. I believe that. You yeah. think you think your average drug dealer has one? I don't think so. I believe, no, of I believe he not. shot it off once. I don't. What do you need a rocket launcher for? That's anti. That's anti vehicle yeah. weaponry. The same reason Not they use it person. in the, the same reason they use it in the films, bro. You know how scared you gotta be if somebody pulls a rocket launcher out on you. That means oh, not yeah. only are they ready to kill you, they ready to go out themselves. Oh yeah, that's a true kamikaze attack. You definitely destroy. Yeah, everybody in the radius <laughs> is gone. Like I would like to. Th- I I suspect that every drug dealer is probably too smart to do that. They're not trying to take themselves out. Yeah, no. but they're about business. They're about business. How are you making money? Hey. My dad always said, "Does that make you any money? Don't burn it." Like 
I guess other people would say, don't burn a bridge. He says, is that going to make you money? I don't, I, I, I think the majority of drug dealers are about business and money. I don't they know that are. they're looking to try well, to blow they are, up. but what I'm saying is when a rocket part. launcher is them telling you I got nothing to lose. Yeah, but they know that they have something to lose. I don't think they're trying to take themselves out that way. Poker face. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> but if, so, if someone really? calls their bluff, though, then they're standing there holding nothing. Oh, yeah. If those if those goons came out her with the bluff, like, you ain't going to shoot it right now. Yeah. She would have to bluff back. Yeah. And one of them got to stand down. Yeah. They chose to stand down early. Yeah. It's like, we got a rocket launcher? Uh, I'm yeah. not going to do it today. Uh, <laughs> I, I, think, I think drug dealers are about business, though. I don't think most drug dealers. But that's what was funny about this is she wasn't a drug dealer. Right. Nah, she was like security. She, she was security. security at a hustler spot. Yeah. Right. And a little bit off center. So that's what made it funny. Exactly. You yeah, but I don't think. Henchmen. But you're talking about like real drug dealers. I don't think a real drug dealer would do all that. No, no. He was just saying, have you ever. No, you were saying, have I you said, ever seen yeah. One? I said, I haven't seen one, but I wouldn't be surprised if somebody had one. See, I would. You would? I would. I would. I, why would they take themselves out? I think they're about money. I think they're about business. I think. I, I don't think they're about blowing themselves up. I think they're about blowing someone else up, maybe. Hey, and you're not gonna do that with a rocket launcher. I've been in this world for over thirty years, and I've seen at least one dude with an AK and one dude with a musket. So I'm yeah. willing to say I see, but I an, can see it. An AK doesn't blow you up; it blows. It them don't. Up. It, it blows them <laughs> up. <laughs> you just proved my point. It doesn't blow. They up. are about business. They're not about blowing themselves uh, up. They're it about doesn't money. Blow you up. It blows them. It up. blows them up. <laughs> And a- I didn't argue uh, with you on an AK. No, I argued right. with you on a rocket launcher to blow themselves up. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Yeah. I ain't mad at it at all. It's, yeah, it's... I think those men are, are businessmen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're about the bottom line and money. So I want to try something with you real quick. Okay. Uh, every, every hood film, every movie has a plot hole, but hood films are notorious for unanswered questions. Okay. Uh, just wondering, like, what happened or how do we get to this moment? Mm-hmm. And they never go back to it. You just got to take it for what it is and move on and laugh. I got a couple. Okay. <laughs> got one. Interesting. Go ahead, please. One, remember how the air quote bad guy mm. bought the contract off the other guy mm-hmm. to get their property? Mm-hmm. So how did he know about that? Like, oh, I, I know he that. had the goon that was yeah. in the golf cart behind. Mm. But he was too far away to know what it was. So how does he get that guy's number, get to talk to him, get to buy that off? Nah. It's the same guy. Both the guys' office were the same person. You're going to get them either way. That's why he knew to go to have the goon follow them in the first place. Because mm. the 2 to 25000 the big dude was the goon right. originally. Right. But he's like, nah, you trying to play me. Right. And, and then, then he, he tried again. Yeah, and then he yeah. pulled up at the golf course and saw the other yeah. dude and scared him. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. It's the same guy. It was the same henchman. I know, but how does he get in touch with the other guy? How did he even get on the golf course? He's a henchman. He's a henchman. Yeah, but you don't know about golf courses. You can't just walk on there. He's a henchman that works for the executive dude. The dude's like, yo, it's my man. Let him on the golf course. Uh, uh, you a henchman? Yeah. You get it on that golf course. Yeah. Uh, uh, he was a head henchman, a henchman. too. Uh, uh. Like he said, he's a henchman for a rich dude. He was basically he's, not even a henchman. Yeah. He's Duh, an assistant. You probably even have to walk through. I just felt like I just, that was just too neatly wrapped up in a bow for me. Nah. It needs to be kind of realistic. You it was. was. No, it wasn't. What's more realistic than sending somebody to do uh, your dirty work for you? This is our first time doing this. I don't think he rock. even would have gotten on the golf course. Yeah, he would have. No. Why would you think he wouldn't get on the golf course? How did Omar Gooden get on the golf course? How delicious get on the golf course? 
Delicious wasn't on the golf, golf course. Yeah, they were. Remember they were what they decided to do? No, 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 no. It was that other brown skin guy, not Delicious. He was there with him. What other he was the one talking. Delicious was with him? Yes. Yeah. Delicious, uh, that's delicious, how he, he was the one broker the deal yeah. between. Well, see, Omar but Brennan. I see Delicious on the golf course. I visualize that. I don't see that other guy in the golf court. On you the don't golf see the, the normal dress henchman, but Delicious showing up no, in a top hat? That Italian goon, no. Look, <laughs> I worked on a golf course. I've seen men that look like Delicious. That fits. That big guy on a golf cart? Nah. He, All right, was, I he mean, wasn't allowed on. Mm-mm. I don't know why he wanted to be allowed on. I'm no, sure. that bit, no, he was sanitation. Maybe. That's it. Delicious? No. Yes. I could see delicious on the golf course. Oh, okay, well. man. I'm losing it. We've answered your question. All right. Well, I they, The game was rigged from the beginning. It's okay. That's all right. Yeah. I'm just saying. But you said you had two. What was the other one? Um. Okay. So there was that. Mm-hmm. Then there was... How come from the beginning they didn't understand that if they had so much money they could just not buy another lot? <laughs> he didn't have any money. No, he had a whole bag of money. And then the guy was like, no. And he was all sad. And then the dad comes in and it's like, we'll just buy another lot. Bitch, you well, didn't think about that from the beginning? What, what do you, you mean like the here? beginning of the movie or the beginning of the whole situation? Wait, yeah, when you're all upset trying to sell off Sugar Shack or what were this girl's name? Well, he wasn't thinking about giving up the lot at first because he thought that he can, you know, sell off the group. Without having to lose the group, the music yeah. group, you feel me? So if he gave up the lot from the start, his father would have been asked out from the start. Yeah. That wouldn't have been fair. Yeah, and then also they sold how many CDs? A lot. No, they no. sold a lot. Remember the hood dude came through and was like, yo, I sold it for the streets. Yeah, okay. And he even bought, he said he even bought a thousand himself. That's sure. a lot. No, he had to buy more than a thousand to make that money. Come on now. Oh, yeah, that's, we know that's that. That's your brain right there. Yeah, yeah. that's. That is my teacher brain. I'm doing the math. I'm like, nope. You got to suspend your disbelief in that Yeah, remember, they did a montage, and usually on montages, things get done. This montage, they didn't get the job done. Well, I just would have liked it a little bit more realistic, is all I'm saying. How real you want it? I want it. I don't know. It belongs on Hallmark channels but it I mean it does did that Hallmark channels. you're selling music CDs <laughs> in 2012 it's no, not realistic no yeah. it belongs on the Hallmark channel it does and it's a cute movie it's something my my aunt would have loved my Thea would have loved um I watched it because my fine friends here Marvin Uni asked me to but nah my question is how much were they selling did they say how much they were selling the CDs for oh, no, that's man. another question See? See? They, they, got, they had $125,000. No, you did not. I'm you did not get $125,000 selling CDs in the hood in 24 hours. You did not. Hey, you got to have suspension hey, of disbelief. Think about that. They sold. They got $125 selling CDs in 2012 in the hood in 24 hours. No, they did not. Okay, because you said 2012, I'll give you that. Because back when me and Uni was growing up, we used to buy bootleg CDs for $5. And you had to trust that the CDs were at least had the music you played. Uh, okay, so what's five and 125? You gonna quiz me right now? Just pull up your freaking calculator. I'll tell you right now. Your, okay. On your it's $2,500. Yeah. So okay. they so in 24 hours, $2,500 CDs in one neighborhood. Compton? No, sir. Jeez, well, it was. Mm-mm. Wasn't it less than 24 hours? Less than 24. So yeah, they had the whole day, yeah. Twenty pulled up by the nighttime. What day is Christmas Eve? It was that day. Yeah. I thought it was the twenty second. It's not enough time. Not realistic. No, the twenty second was when he got into the problem at hand when yeah. he said I got the lot. It doesn't I matter. Saw... It doesn't matter. The point is, you're not going to sell twenty five hundred 
CDs in 24 hours in one neighborhood. I mean, At $5 even, you're not going to do it. That's some bull. That. No, That's some that. bull. That was a... That was some really good and answer questions. That was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Well, thank you. Yeah. You know what? Right here, Barvin? Yeah. Not just a pretty face. Uh, Not uh, just a pretty face. You're a teacher, so clearly you're intelligent. The audience can't see you. Well, (laughs) for anybody who's listening, I'm fine as fuck. I am. I'm hot. No argument there. Thanks, so, Marv. <laughs> Ow! Don't worry. When he promotes it, he puts a picture of you on his uh, on the promotion. All right. Well, get one that shows my boobs. How about you? Oh. S- how about you send me one so I can only have to. You send me what you want me to put up, so I don't even have to think about it. Re- oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't really have a lot of. You Wait know. a minute. You just said how hot she was. You should at least. You even actually to give me one of your boobs yeah. in there. I know, but I don't follow my pictures. Oh my god. Well, okay. I know. Just he'll look. You know what my my web I my web designer Valerie will probably send you something. She's my good. web designer Valerie got you. All she right, is. like well. my friends believe in me more than I believe in okay. myself. Well, you know I do. What? It's true. But one of my friends is my web developer, and she offered it, and she does my whole thing, and I didn't even do any of this. My my friends really do believe in me that more is, than I do. Tell someone, find cool. someone who believes in you, cool. and cool tell them to get in contact. She with built me. my whole website. She contacted me. She did the whole thing, That's and then up. she was like, "Send me pictures," which of course I didn't do. And she right. goes, "I went on your Facebook and I got pictures." <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what it is. She's amazing. She so, is. Um, but she's not the only one. I have a lot of really good friends and a lot of love, right. and they believe in me more than I believe in myself. It's yeah, true. let's follow hey, it's old people. You gotta have that good support system. It's, it's true. It's yeah. true. So, They're like, have you gone on auditions? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> They, uh, they're the ones that got me into com. Well, not Valerie. I was already in comedy when uh, Valerie was my friend, and then sh- she supported me. But all of my friends were the one the reason I got into comedy. They pushed me into this. It wasn't even me. Hmm. They are my biggest cheerleaders. They're pretty awesome. I'm, I'm blessed that way. And I've got good boobs. That's nice. Thanks. <laughs> That's what's up. So okay. Um, I got a question. Hmm. Uh, there was a scene where Omar Gooden's character was kicking it to a lady, mm-hmm. and uh, they went on a date. A little unofficial date. He took a forklift up to the roof of a building. Mm-hmm. They sat in on top of the building, mm-hmm. eating food. Everything was fine. And the little the woman had a daughter mm-hmm. who magically appeared on top of the roof. And you didn't understand that, right? Right. They asked how she got up there. You she know s- why you didn't understand that? Please tell me. Because you don't know children. They 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 are like just. You you can't even uh, imagine where they yeah no, no, totally you good, you yeah. can you can have like like a gate on the stairs okay you can have like laser uh-huh. alarms and those little motherfuckers will find a way so they're like, like rats that, yes yes beyond rats and then beyond like you were like how did she get up there I didn't even give it a uh, a bat and eyelash. I was like, of course she got up there. Yeah, me too. I just assumed she, it was stairs. The fire, she found the fire a way. Escape. They will climb it. Manifest it. Also, it's Compton. It's not like we're dealing with ten-story buildings on every. Even block. if it was, you could be, you could be, you could be on the Upper West Side with alarms State. and a doorman, and they will fucking find a way. Those little shits. She's soccer from Naruto. She just hopped up there. I she, guess so. She found a way. Fucking up There's there. There's probably a fire escape. You stairs. wait, wait till you have children, Marv. You'll wake up and there'll be one on your head, and you'd be like, "What? I had a." a uh, and a, a monitor, and I had the door locked, and you won't even believe how they find a way. Yeah, they just climb up. They, they are like mischievous little motherfuckers. That's why it's a full-time job. <laughs> it's just crazy. 
crazy. <laughs> you'll turn that. around and you'll be, they'll be like, what? Yeah, Where did that. you come from? Mm-hmm. I think, okay, so at Time Progress, I saw, when I was watching the movie, I was like, I think I had a theory. Mm-hmm. But it made, and it made sense. The mother, she had originally said in the beginning of the film that she was very well-skilled and well-versed in the art of, like, forklifts and um, cranes and stuff of that nature. Mm-hmm. So maybe over time, she probably just taught the daughter a few things. You know how a kid You think the daughter used a forklift she didn't yes. even, to get up there? She didn't even or, train. or she could have used the stairs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Else yeah. Her, huh? She didn't need to train her on that. Look, it's you, a roof. That's... Marv, you could have a two-year-old, and we can leave the room and come back, and it'll be on top of that refrigerator. You don't have to train a kid in that. That is like their that is their superpower. You'll like turn and then come back, and they are hanging from something. You're like, how the fuck did you get up there? See, you never babysat, have you? I have. Have you? Yeah. How old were they? Uh, one kid was two. And you babysat him. Yeah, I mean, he could climb a bed, but he wasn't climbing roofs. Well, that's because you didn't have him outside, because he would have. Oh, all right. Got, I got little baby, baby uh, Supermans over here. Okay, you got it. You don't even understand these okay. little shits and what they can do. That's why it's stressful. You know what? I'm yeah, a robber you, you got it. <laughs> you, should, you, should, you should ride with me on that. I'm yes, telling you. I know children. We're answering questions out here. We're answering questions. I'm letting you know. Um, you better ask someone. Ask me. I'll tell you how those kids did it. Heard you. So right. I just assume it was stairs. Cause All right, you assume it was stairs. It's She's a roof. saying it's the magic of kids. A roof with half stairs. Stairs, stairs, elevator, whatever. whatever. Yeah. They find a it. way. Yeah. They will so, fucking find a way. I mean, it was funnier that the mother just randomly left her daughter down there, but she was like, you know, you got trustworthy adults. It's fine. We'll see. Now that I would find more suspect. <laughs> like who yeah, was taking she care? She just started that job too. Yeah. Like, you don't know these people. I, I, that would have. I was like, who was who was supposed to be watching her, and where are they? And it was a party where they were drinking. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's okay. I do that too. But <laughs> I'm. I do. I have the best boss. She'll. I'll drink right with her. It's pretty awesome. But not all parents are like that. Um. <sighs> Uh, no, that that is suspect. Like, someone was supposed to be watching her, and at some point they would have caught up that she got away. Mm. I, literally, it's like escape. So that was unrealistic. Like, whatever. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, How's that mother not up in that nanny's face? Like, what the fuck? Right. How's she up on the ceiling with us? But there was Roof. no... She ain't having any. Well, but there should have been somebody. <laughs> There should have been somebody. There should have been somebody. Yeah. That's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, Amen. So there was a, there's always a segment we also do that just become a staple of the show. Mm. And it's cool. Wait, there was another that didn't make sense. Okay, tell me. Beginning of the, the movie. Bring it back. Bring it back. Come Where on. they were living in the mountains in California, but somehow it made the Compton. No, no, they weren't living in the mountains. They just went up there to get the trees. But where, though? They just went up to no, get the did. trees. Yeah, Northern right. California. They went to a spot to get trees. Did you be that snowy in Northern California? Yeah. There's snow in Northern California for sure. Because they were up there. I don't mountains. know the area, but I no, do know is, that's what they did do. There there. is snow in Northern California. I know there's a mountain, but like. No, there's they ski in Northern California. They do ski in Northern California. Yeah. Oh, ski. right. You're right. They ski. Yeah. So they, they went up to that ski area or whatever to get trees. But Compton is not Northern California. No, it's not. It's so Los like, Angeles. How, but how they, are they making that? How are they making how that they drive? driving four it's hours? The, they're the driving same, four hours. It's, it's the same hours. vein as what Allison said about how did they sell so many CDs so fast. It's just... No. It's, no, no, it's not? It's, you don't think no, it's, yeah, yeah, I no, think no, it's realistic? I think it's realistic to drive Northern California in four hours. I do not think it's realistic to sell 2,500 CDs in a neighborhood in 2012. I'm going to Google that. Okay. <laughs> so, you, can, you can drive to Northern California in four hours from Los Angeles. Sure. Okay, I'll take it. Okay. You can do it in two. Take it oh, shit. Four. Okay, we'll two to four. Right you can go 
<laughs> you, like Patrick over here. you can go skiing from Los Angeles in two. Skiing or okay. driving? Well, skiing, we're talking about snow. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. Easily. <laughs> I think I think I think them driving from Compton to a part of California that has snow in the mountains Good. is more realistic well, than them selling two thousand five hundred dollars. And it was still light. And it could melt the snow. And it was still light outside. So, like, wait a minute. Where okay. were you driving so, from? Okay, six uh, I'm five listening. hours. Let's oh, do you it. said five hours. Five hours. Five, five hours. hours. Okay. So, that makes Easy. Right? You leave at five in the morning, you get there at 10, you cut trees for three, come back, you're still back by sundown. Boom. Yeah, there you go, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. So, that works. That's so, a shitty job. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it isn't what it should be. But there's a segment we do in our show. It's a staple of the show. It's called Whose Man's Is This? Whose Man's Is Basically is us trying to wonder why was this character so extra? Why were they doing too much? Getting on your nerves, whatever you may call it. Why was they doing that? If you had to see this character in the street, who would you say that to? Who would you say Whose Man's Is This? I don't think any of them. (laughs) I loved it. I loved it. Leslie Jones was extra, but I was feeling it. Really? You don't I want to roll with her. Pull out the rocket launcher, bitch. Okay. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> that is okay. doing the most when you have a rocket launcher. Yeah. Do you, you agree? I'm not going to call her that because that was already my favorite scene. No, yeah, saying, that was the say, best. You're saying that there's no character you would say who Oh, knows. hell no, people were doing the most. Oh, okay. uh, Eric Roberts, he was doing the most. Mm. He was just being Why? an asshole. Come That's on. his job. He doesn't have to be that much of a dick. Well, they, somebody had to be the bad guy. Yeah, of course. They got the white, Julia Roberts, white bad guy from Batman Part 2 to show up. <laughs> but I could be wrong. I think you are wrong. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. That's fine. That's um, fair. If, I, I'm, if I had to choose one, I would go, I'm going to be honest with you. I felt like uh, Omar Gooden's character was uh, Whose Man's Is This? He, he was. was a lot he of was making a lot of, this. this is one of the first movies in our time doing this podcast that I had to look at the main character I could be wrong, but it was one of the first movies I had to look at the main character and go, yo, whose man's is this? Like, what are you doing? And I think they even said something like that earlier in the film, too. I originally was going to give it to the to the, to the the hustling Latinos that was catching people with those car accidents. Thinking no, it was but they work. helped in the end. But they helped in the end. So No, the father was doing the most because he was saying some fuck up. Oh, uh, he was. I, I, he was like, he was saying a lot of anti-Kwanzaa shit. Like, and that right. was weird. That was weird to me. I've never right. seen a black person do that. I have noticed. I was like, that's the first time I saw a black person be anti-Kwanzaa. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's just that was. But I I respected it. Really? He said that's a pseudo. He said that's a pseudo Negro holiday. He did say it was a pseudo Negro that was kind of funny to me a little bit. No, that's fair. That's what they find that funny. <laughs> that was a little bit funny. <laughs> it's a pseudo Negro holiday. Well, I mean, in, in fairness, like Kwanzaa. Yeah. Did you grow up celebrating Kwanzaa? I did. Did you? Re- oh, I Honest did. to God. I stand corrected. I apologize. Honest to God. No, there's, there's a couple of Yeah, my uncle was it. very about it um, growing up. I'm sorry. I'm no, so sorry. No, it's okay. You, I apologize. You, no offense at all. Learn something new every day. No offense at all. Trust me. You're good. Wow. We, we, we did that. We stopped doing 10. that. Man, I forgot what year, but my uncle has just stopped doing it altogether. Why? Uh, if it I, was important and part of your culture growing sure. up. sure. Because I know he moved to Florida... But he didn't move to Florida, like, long ago. But at the same time, yeah, it was just, like, we just basically, as a family, stopped doing it. But we used to, every year, when I was a kid, the, all the kids in my family that was in, in in New York would read the Principles of Kwanzaa. 
and then we'd light the candles and we say the words and we'd be just around just chilling. What? Yeah. I didn't know all that. That's, That's what you do with a Kwanzaa thing, yeah. Lincoln, what's going on? I never heard about Kwanzaa. <laughs> I mean, you dropping the ball down south? Uh, what's up? It's not it's, it's more not heavily celebrated. It's not really a national yeah, you gotta be real pro black. Yeah, you gotta be pro black on it. I imagine right. you're surrounded by mostly white people, you're not doing right, that. Right, right, yeah. Uh, no, my my students in Lincoln's are not so surrounded by white people. Okay, then I okay. don't know then. That's okay. <laughs> I don't, that's okay. I don't know. That's all right. Mm-mm. So, yeah, we do that. But, yeah, it was that's the rarest occasion. Maybe it's an up north thing. Maybe. Maybe it's just rare. Like I said, I've never... It's not often you see Kwanzaa represented in movies, but it's also not often you see somebody be like, I don't even care for Kwanzaa. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah. So it, that was, was a little unnecessary. Um, quite Maybe. the contrary. Because it, it's good to have that kind of character. Cause no, some people feel that way. There are people that feel that way that we just don't know about. It was funny, but I also worried that maybe it might be offensive. But it's not my homeboy. Uh, so no, but then he let him rock at they the end. Rock. It was, he let him yeah, rock. He let him rock. He the, he, yeah, he learned when to be cool with it. And yeah. that was the whole point of the film, yeah. like to learn to accept others' beliefs. Mm. So he learned to do that. Cause yeah, real Hallmark shit. It's a Hallmark yeah, movie. Usually this is a Hallmark movie. Yeah. How is this not on the Hallmark Cause think about it. channel? It should and, be. And that's what made it cool. Because in Christmas movies, mostly there's a person that's like, who cares about Christmas? You know, mm-hmm. and then they learn at the end of the movie, Christmas is magical. So in this case, he was just like, I don't really care. Or in your case, your favorite scene, get this Kunta Kente <laughs> soup away from me. Kunta Kente. Right. Kunta Kente. 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 It was just funny. Yeah, candles, Kente Kente right. Kente Kente candles. And now at the end, he's like, everybody who loves Kwanzaa is cool with me. Yeah, you know, but like, it's right. I think it's because he thought it was vegetarian. That's why I thought yeah, it was funny. He, and then, oh, then, then he found out it was delicious soup. <laughs> he was being a hater. And that's, and that's in the same vein as... Uh, how we make fun of how we were saying about whole like the Asian thing and we just say whatever we know of Asian culture. Mm-hmm. When it came to like that, we don't know many we don't know a lot of slaves, a lot of slave names. We know the famous ones. And we know, you know, the Harriet Tubman, Sojourner Truth. But for some weird reason, the one we love the most is the most fictitious slave of all time, which is Kunta Kente. <laughs> Kunta Kente. Toby. If I'm right, yeah, that's fictitious. If I'm right. Mm-hmm. That was the most fictitious slave of all time. But because black people as a whole, made, like parents made their kids watch that movie. So you had to sit through four or five hours of just, or even more than that. Like you I, was gonna, I made my students watch that. Oh, I took a whole week where I made them watch Roots. Oh, you made them watch it again? I totally made them watch Roots. I love I put, it. I put money. Five of those kids was like, I already know this is the scene where he gets his foot chopped off. They saw it. Their parents definitely showed them it at least once. Wow. Well, yeah. No, you did the right thing. Don't get me wrong. I don't think so because they don't think like so? they didn't know what they were watching. Oh, them some good kids. Mm-hmm. Nah, those some sheltered kids. So, nah, <laughs> fam, you already know, Uni. There was one kid that was like, um, oh. I already, shh, yo, shut up, B, chill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they did like that week because all I had to do was yeah. watch. Exactly, see? You know, one kid was like, but we, I already true. saw this. Can we just do some work? And some that. kid was like, yo, 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 chill, chill, chill. Yeah. This free period right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, got yeah a Mr. Kelby, of- we didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. we didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. We're not really... Some the whole week the, they didn't have to write any essays. They some just kid watched had the, the Homer Simpson yeah. glasses with the fake eyes. Like, yeah, we good. <laughs> <laughs> they movie, did love it. This movie I, fire. <sighs> yeah. Especially if you already seen it twice. You can just play yeah. Nintendo. Like, you want to quit yeah, me? Go ahead. Movie, it was real. No, they did love it because I made my kids work really hard and write essays and all this kind of shit. And, and then Roots, all they had to do was fill out the worksheet as they watched the show. They did love it. Now, Uni uh, has said this in his jokes as a comedian. Are you aware that there's more than one Roots? No. <laughs> yeah, that blew my mind, too. When he said that, I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. they did a remake, and there's a sequel. 
No, wait, I knew about one of them. Yeah. Which one did you know about? The sequel. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but I didn't know about a remake. Yeah, they did a remake. No, I showed my kids the original. Nah, that's the way. Had to, one of them What's had her name? Cecily Tyson? Yeah. She was awesome. <laughs> I love her. I love that's the, her. That's the shining spot of the film. I love her. I do. <laughs> I do, the, and the kids were mad quiet during that show because they knew that I was serious. Mm. Just because I don't, I don't, I didn't usually show kids movies because I feel like it's a waste of time for for class time. Anyways, they can do mm. that at home. So for me to show TV was a big deal, and I was like, "Go on, go ahead and ruin this, and we can get back to writing." And they were quiet as a mouse and watched it. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's so what's she up. Yeah, that shit a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I digress. But yeah, that was that was my guy. I felt the main character was very, whose man's is this? Where Uni also felt the co-main character was also. So both of us felt the main character was very whose man's is this because they were doing they were both doing a lot, and I guess it was like father like son in that sense, where it was just two hard headed stubborn dudes that just had these beliefs that you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. What, are you, what are you talking about? Like, you just look at the movie as a whole. Like the main character sold his father's lot to save his business without even caring about it for a single second. Didn't even bother to like go, yo, should I do this? It seems like a bad idea. He just did it. He tried to put two musical groups on and let somebody out hustle him and just had to take the L on, on both of them at the end of the day. He sold his father's his defense, lot. That happens a lot more than people probably man, know. He sold his father's lot. Maybe not that part. He sold his father's lot to save his group and at the end still had to give up the group. Yeah. See, he did all of that and then lost a lot at the end of it all. So you were like, yo, who's man? Like, bruh, then you was willing to fight the Latino dude after you didn't want to fight him because you was just tired of everything. Ours, our, that makes sense to me. Nah, that Latino dude was huge. I ain't yeah, him. that's how you know you look down bad. Like, I'll, I'll fight. <laughs> fight anybody. He probably has a gun. I'll I don't fight care anybody anymore. right now. Um, yeah, he just did so much. Like, I could go on and on, but folks, you just got to see the movie. It's on Hulu. You can see for yourself and sit there and go, yo, whose man's is this for all of us? But if there was a close runner-up, it would have to be uh, my man Ho, the Asian dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, he was. He was, like, all, like, doing political rallies. Yeah. And it was work. It, it, was, it, was, it wasn't for him trying to play the stereotype or correct the stereotypes to people. For me, it was one scene and one scene alone, and that was him telling his best friend's business in jail. Like, just basically crapping on his best friend in jail. At the same time, while man's father was sitting all the way in the corner, he was shitting on him and the guy's father in jail. Now, granted, this was the pivotal moment of the movie that saved everything. So in the end, he was a hero. Yes. However, it was still the fact that he sat there and put somebody's dirt that had nothing to do with him out there. But to be fair, he was fed up. He was fed up because he was like, yo, I've been dragged around all this time. I had to run. I've been hurt. I almost got into a fight. I got arrested for some stereotype of being Asian. And now I'm in jail. It's a good point. I go I, I now agree with Marv that whose man's is this? Ah, so that <laughs> one. There you go. Hey. <laughs> see? So if you ever see somebody acting up that's just doing two extra, you could be like, yo, 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 whose man's is this? Whose man's is this? There you go. See? I'm with it. You I see? feel, it. feel, I feel good. it. You feel good. You say in your chest, you feel good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was, yo, like, that was to me real, because I was just sitting there like, yo, imagine, like, I know, I know in his, like, the main character's heart, I know he was sitting there, and imagine, like, he just walked up to the Asian dude, like, after the film, like, yo, so good looking, but 
Yo, um, how did mans know that I was going through troubles? Oh, I told him. Hmm. So who told you you could tell my business in the street, fam? Like, yo, that's my like, you know, like yeah, that conversation had to happen. Yeah, yeah he, he should, should not tell his keep my name out street. your mouth, B. Like, what are you keep doing? Keep his name out his mouth. <laughs> Yeah, you yes. snitching hard on that, Gerald. He needs to keep his name out his mouth. Well, the Hallmark movie, nothing bad was going to happen to him. If any other movie, he probably would have been murdered. You said that so comfortable. It's true. He needs you got to say that with force. Keep his name out his mouth. No, that's perfect. That's yeah, perfect for you. Me and Oni got to say it to let people know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you say it's so I'm let, comfortable. I'm, I'm letting people know, Mark. Okay, ain't no road with that. Keep his name out his mouth. Whose man's is this? Whose man's? So, <clears throat> let's say. <clears throat> You're right. Thank you. So no, right. I was clearing my throat because no. I declared it. And that's oh, that's okay. You. There's nothing wrong with that. Look. That's okay. So yeah, we uh, <laughs> you turned this into a talk show. <laughs> we did. We definitely did. Feel like we need to do commercials or something. Whatever. It's Christmas time. It don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's Christmas time, folks. We'll definitely be back. Uh, after Christmas, uh, more towards probably early in the new year, we'll definitely be off for New Year's weekend because we know, even though it's COVID, we know y'all gonna be out doing something. Y'all That's why we in this mess in the first place. Bullshit. You should do a poll as who is their favorite guest. Okay. I mean, I'm not against it. I feel it. like I already know who's gonna win that one. Who? For our very first guest. Okay, Allison Clemp. Shout yeah, out to the Clemp. Yeah, that's that's. So what makes her your favorite? You Most listened fans. to episode. Really? Until yours comes out. Oh, well, I was say. Yeah, well, I mean, yours has to come out yet, so it remains to be seen. You feel me? Well, Clemp does have a following, though. Oh yeah, we love Clemp. She's awesome. You're gonna get all the feminists. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right. You're gonna get all the me tours. All right. Oh, One Allison to another. So. No, uh, no, hey. I appreciate that, though. No, yeah, she, that's what I said. That's, that's our sister right Are we getting the feminists? No, I gotta check the numbers. You're again. gonna get, you're gonna go get the, the feminists and the Me Tooers is what you're gonna get. We'll look into it. And in there's the stats. a lot to be said for that, and I have respect. I bow down to you, Clint. I feel like they Clint, don't want to listen to movies. That was very nice to say that. Mm-hmm. Very big of you to say that out here in 2020. So, sure. if this film had a a sequel, let's say it had a sequel, like came mm-hmm. back, like, mm-hmm. and you was making like a tagline, what would you? What would you want the tagline to be like? This, 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 uh... Another boring movie? Wow. Another what? Another boring movie. You just yeah, said you liked it. Savage. Another predictable movie? No, not like, I mean tagline, like, you know. Oh. You have to try to sell it. Yeah, like you're trying to sell it. Oh, um, Man, we got eats. the second Christmas tree lot. You'd be a terrible at marketing. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Man's brought up a movie marketing sales. You ain't listening to him. You would. Mm. All right, how about this? Let's make it better. The, the next Christmas tree lot. How about this? What? Who would you want to see if they made a sequel? Oh, now that's a good question. Ah, see? Leslie Jones character. Okay, okay you want to see Leslie Jones I want to see the crazy, the, the, the crazy pull out a rocket launcher from the How would room. you make the film better? Would you just have it half of you about Leslie Jones? Would you want to be more rocket launchers? I would want her to just like go be kicking some ass up and down the street. She just wants to die hard with with Leslie Jones. That's basically what she wants. Mm -hmm. A shittier die hard with Leslie Jones. Mm -hmm. All right, I could watch that. I know. That's not this movie, but I'll watch that. That's this movie about Christmas tree lots and whatever baloney that was about. Whatever baloney that was about. That was some bulls, what it was. She just wanted Leslie Jones. I love how in the beginning of this podcast you were like, 
an excellent film. I love this film. She said it was cute. No, I said it was cute. I didn't say it was excellent. I said Fine. it was cute. In the I was like, the movie, for the Hallmark Channel, it was you great. You said it was cute. But ask me end, how often I watch the Hallmark Channel. How often you watch the Hallmark Channel? Never. Nunca. So you Never. Said, so you say in this movie is good enough for the Hallmark Channel, mm -hmm. which in layman's terms means you'll never watch this movie again. Right, and I think I did say that the only reason I watch it is because you and Uni asked me to. <laughs> I mean, we're being honest. If I didn't have to watch it for a podcast, I wasn't gonna watch it either. Mm -mm. Well, I stumbled upon it, yeah. and it, I, I honestly thought it was a, a little better than I originally anticipated. Yeah, it I thought it was gonna be a shit show. Yeah, because the trailer it's definitely better Friday after next. Yeah, the trailer made it seem like uh, it was gonna be something even more outlandish. It which, wasn't. Which brings me to one final point before we go. They, the director of this film did put a message on there and it really stuck out at the end. He made sure he gave it enough time for you to read it and understand where he's coming from or she coming from. Mm -hmm. And they heart, um, which uh, shout out to the director on that. Actually, it's he, David Rayner. Shout out to David Rayner. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Suzanne Broderick. Um, one of the writers, Robert Fitter. Uh, and David Rayner also. Shout out to them. But basically what they said at the end was, this film is an exercise in conscious filmmaking. <laughs> conscious filmmaking is the idea that it is not only a film's goal to become a profitable and successful venture, mm -hmm. but also that the filmmakers give back to the community in which it takes place. Mm -hmm. Conscious filmmaking requires that a film actually contributes to the betterment of the world and leave the community better than before the film was made. Christmas in Compton is a conscious film. Do you agree, Allison? <laughs> no. You do not. I want to know what they did for the community. What did they do? Made a movie for the streets. You know? Christmas did in they? Compton, baby. Uh, movie for the streets. Nah. It's Compton. That's some bull. Yeah. That's some bull? Okay. So, Uni, you also disagree? Yeah, they should have definitely not put that. <laughs> like, no, this is a... Do you feel that... a black Hallmark movie. Do Leslie you, Jones a, had a rocket launcher. For it was a black Hallmark movie with Leslie Jones and a rocket launcher. That's the best thing you could say about that. What I think it was about bettering yourself than not being a stereotype in Compton. Because normally in Compton, or not just Compton, in the hood in general, you only have but so many ways out. Like, you saw there was that one scene with your scene with the white lady. And they said, LWW lost white woman. And she was like, uh, I forgot about that. And she was like, How do I get out of Compton? And he said, Football or basketball? That's because fair. in their eyes, the only way you getting out is if you make it in music, or if you make it in sports or some type of entertainment, or if you sell drugs. They had a white girl show just for a message, right? <laughs> she yeah, didn't even and she got lost in the hood. Yeah, she didn't even make it back to uh, Beverly Hills. She was stuck in Compton for. She didn't have a real movie. accent, man. She had a European white girl accent. Oh, I'm sure that that accent left by the next scene. She was cooking them in Domino's. Uh, so I don't know uh, what they did in the span of two to three days, but they. Hey, but real talk. Yeah, I like talk playing, I really like playing Domino's. You do. I do. You were cook, that you were cooking Domino's. That's the Spanish part. <clears throat> I don't know about that. It's just me. You break a table when you play Domino's. It's just me. I just know. <laughs> I just know that I play. Very good dominoes players, and I'm very good at it. Are you? Do you have a domino set? Bitch. Okay, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? What was that? Bitch. <laughs> you just having quite a yes or that, no? That's where it came out. I love it. Oh right. snap! Oh snap! She was like, "Hold on." Um, let so, the record show that I just got up. Uh, Did you have to throw it in a mic though? Yeah, she had to let us know. 
For everybody listening, I took two steps and pulled out an entire Domino's. We are tin. in the Queen's apartment, so that two steps it was probably the one, two, steps you might two about. grab the Domino's and plopped them down. You could have just said yes. Yeah, you could have just said yes. But that's okay. I sort of sort of did when I said bitch. That's not a yes or a no. <laughs> right, Marv? Did I or did no, I? No, I just not? laughed because you said it, and yes, that is the hood equivalent of. Did I or did yeah. I not? You're right. You am right. I making my Lincoln students proud or am I not? I don't know. We gotta we about to find know. out. Now your black card is coming out on this podcast. Thank and we you. Respect it, and I hope Thank they you. you let them know to listen to it. So well, that I will know. now. Yeah, but... please spread the word. You know what I mean? Mm. So. <laughs> Mm. Okay, so you guys don't feel it's a conscious film. Uh, do you feel that hood films can be conscious? Can they be can a be. Hood film? But I would say a conscious hood film is like Boys in the Hood, mm. not Compton and Christmas. <laughs> mm. That's what I would say. I would say that Compton and Christmas is a black Hallmark film with a couple good funny moments. If you want black consciousness, I'm talking Boys in the Hood. I felt I just felt like it just took away from the vibes that we normally see. It wasn't about selling drugs. It wasn't about getting a supply or you're dead. It wasn't gun shooting. It wasn't people getting killed. It was literally just straight a movie about change and changing oneself and trying to be a better person. A Hallmark movie, right? Because at the end he didn't want to. At the end he didn't want to be in the music business like that anymore. He just wanted to have a regular nine to five. He wanted to take care of the woman he wanted to be with and her child. He just wanted to be a regular person. Well, that's an interesting take. And now that you've s- described it like that, I feel like I need to give it more thought. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what he. That's what I this person. Oh, is that what happened? The dad kept the. Oh, the dad kept the, dad, the girl group. The dad kept the girl group just to make the. And they make money off of them, whatever. And he can make money off of them, but he don't gotta really go back to music. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey. He don't got I, to. I. Potentially stand corrected. Yeah. I might have to give this more thought. But that. that's what this director meant. That doesn't mean the same for every hood film. There are some to do the right things, the boys in the hood, like you said. And for every do the right thing in boys in the hood, there's a killer season where they're not thinking and they're like, we just doing this to do it and we just having fun and they shooting and they, you know, whatever. <laughs> but there are movies about change. Even Paid in Full, which was a, a, a really serious movie about drug dealing. At the end, the guy realized, I got to stay in my lane. This drug dealing game ain't for me. And he lost his friend, unfortunately, but he learned so he can keep himself alive. Mm -hmm. So I think what he's trying to say is betterment of the hood in the sense of we're going to show a movie with a positive message for the hood. And if the hood happens to see it, hopefully they could take the message and do better. It's not always going to be strongly represented and it's not going to automatically present change, but it's about trying. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, okay. just, that's all we can do. That's all we can do. Yeah, I was a lot of Obi Wan. I, 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 I was trying to. I was. I, I was working it. I was working it. You know I what have mean? to admit, I did not put all that meaning into this. I was working it. I was trying. I was trying to save this man. I know I didn't. But now I'm starting to rethink it. Possibly. We gotta. We gotta. You know, I'm gonna shout him out online. I don't want him to listen to this and be like, "Damn, they really trashed my movie, man." They didn't read the message at the end. They really trashed my movie from eight years ago. Yeah, they're going to call Leslie Jones and get that rocket launcher on you. Oh, Leslie Jones? Yeah, real life rocket launcher. But anyway, Allison, we want to thank you so much for this, doing this. We definitely had a blast. This was definitely a fun 60-so minutes that we did with you. And uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, If you want, please tell the people where they can find you. 
online. Yeah, tell them about your website. Your friend made website. It's your friend made for you. Whatever you're doing right now, let <laughs> him know. She's. I'm telling you, my friends believe in me more than I believe in myself. Nah, he believe you. That's why he's saying promote that to yeah, the world. Don't, let don't, the world know. All right, see. I will. Hey, I'll put it on Facebook and Instagram. All my former Lincoln students, all of South Dallas. Y'all need to listen to this. And Garland too. South Garland as well. South Garland, what up? Mm-hmm. You, hey. you on Instagram? You on Facebook? Or I'm on all of it. Uh, AllisonMcKelvey.com. A L L I S O N. The real and the right way to spell my name. M C K E L V Y. Don't get sucked in by the girls that spell with one L or a Y. That's some bullshit. Oh my um, god. AllisonMcKelvey.com. AllisonMcKelvey Instagram. AllisonMcKelvey Facebook. That's it. Oh. Y'all know how to spell my last name. You were in my class. Come on now. All right. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Allison, you are awesome. You always been. Um, every time I see you, is always nothing but fun, never a dull moment. Cause I'm extra. Cause you're extra. But I hear that often. But now whose extra. man's is it? Extra? But I'm not whose man's is it extra. No, now whose man's? Is I'm it extra? a good time you're extra. Good time extra. Yeah, like happiness. Like salt on a margarita. That's right. I've got some dominoes out. When this is over, I'm gonna make these boys eat some mac and cheese. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so <laughs> actual food, actual food. Uh, Odie's man, brisket. Uh, my butt. We did it again. Mm -hmm. yeah, we, we finished did. out. We got to finish out the year without yeah. anything really bad happening to us health wise. Nah. Um, and uh, we got to do some movies with some great people, including Allison. Yeah, didn't you have a scare? Um, I did have a scare, but yeah, we over it. Thank God. Yeah, um, but yeah. What you got to go pregnant? What happened? No. Oh. I that probably had it. I don't know. But anyway, uh, that's for another day. Yeah, that's for another day. Okay. However, mm -hmm. uh, check I, us out on Instagram. I like how pregnancy is more scary to me than COVID. Yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> you do know what's going on right now. We're all right. <laughs> Having a kid is the least of my problems I'm if like, I'm not COVID, here to raise it. COVID, you could clear in a month. Yeah. Baby, you got it for life. life. <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah. Uh, you guys already know. Catch us on Welcome to My Hood Film. Uh, at Instagram, uh, welcome the number two hood film on Twitter. We're trying to get the YouTube thing popping, hopefully by next year. In due time, people, in due time. Facebook, we also on Welcome to My Hood Film. Catch me and Uni uh, on our I IGs. And um, yeah, we did it again, folks. 2020 is in the books, two years down. Plenty more to go. And plenty more hood films. Trust us, folks. We haven't even scratched the surface. Yeah, I'm going to say a year and a half because uh, we kind of got fucked with the uh, super virus. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. But we haven't even scratched the surface. Nah. Of, of hood films. We haven't done any of the Friday. Yeah. We are going to be around for as long as we can be around. And we are enjoying this every step of the way. We'll probably be in our graves long before we even like get halfway through the, the movies with black people in it. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to... No. We'll be doing this when we... Serious question. Are you going to get into the stereotypical slave movies? What are your thoughts on that? Oh, those aren't hood. Those aren't hood. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. They aren't. No. They are not. They were the, they were designed for black people to watch and share and talk about, but there ain't no... Yeah. There's no hood There ain't no one that. where yeah, there's like a yeah. dude like, yo, massa. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> no one like that. That's but I, I appreciate the question. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But anyway... I just wondering how deep you were going to go with it. Because one could argue that maybe slavery is the reason there is the hood now. 
I mean, yeah, you can say that, yeah, but that's deep. still not a hood. You're not, you're not going. You're not going. You're still not going. Well, I'm talking about roots again yeah, for like twenty million times. But anyway, um, we do wish you guys a, uh, oh God, you guys and girls out there, a happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy yeah, Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. And any other Wait, Hanukkah ha- might be done by the time this comes out. That's fine. Yeah, any whatever. Other happy belated Hanukkah. And any other holiday you celebrate. Amen. And we wish you a very healthy, happy 2021. Is and Earth Day around this time? That I right? don't know. That's why okay. I said any other holiday. What? How are you going off on and Earth Day? thank you. What? If you've made it this far to 2020 and got out of the year, we thank, we, we support you, we salute you, and we hope that you are listening to this podcast in good health and good spirits, and we're looking forward to seeing you in the new year. So... For Marvin Lattimore, I'm Marvin Lattimore. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin Lattimore. Uli Francis. Allison McKelvey. This is Welcome to My Hood Films, and we are off this. Peace. Ow!